Power Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how expressive meditation techniques, including laughter meditation, can transform sadness and anxiety into peace, love, and abundance. Meditation expert Pergito Dove is here to share tools to increase self-confidence, boost our finances, unleash our creative fire, and reignite our passion for work and for play. Are you ready to meet her? Meditation expert and best-selling author Pragito Dove transformed her sadness and anxiety into joy, peace, and abundance. Now she shares these secrets with others. Pragito is the founder of the Laughing Buddhas Network and an internationally recognized master trainer in personal development. She's a meditation expert and hypnotherapist. She's the leading authority on expressive meditation in North America. Pergito teaches highly acclaimed programs such as the Practitioner Certification Training, and I know there's one of those coming up soon. You can find out more about Pergito and her work at discovermeditation.com. Pergito, welcome to Out of the Fog. Well, thank you, Karen. I'm very excited and honored to be here on this call with you today. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad you're here, too. I was thinking about what you said in that introduction about transforming anxiety into joy, transforming fear into abundance. These are, there's a lot of anxiety in the world right now. And it, and it makes me wonder, are there things that can't be transformed? Must, must everything be transformed? Does some of this has a place and how do we shift the things that we can? Well, that's a great question, Karen. Um, (laughs) And yes, first of all, yes, everything can be transformed if you want it to be. So if you, if you do not want to be, you know, experiencing anxiety today, every day, then you don't have to. And how do I know that? Because I've transformed myself. I used to be worried and anxious all the time, and now I'm not. And I know exactly how I did that. So the first thing is, To meet the anxiety or the fear or the sadness where you are. Don't pretend it isn't there. Don't try and avoid it, although we do. Um, Allow it to be there. This This is really the first major key is acceptance. Accept that it is there. You can't heal something that you don't acknowledge is there, is even there. So accept the anxiety is there and let that be okay. And in that very acceptance, you start to relax. And in that relaxation, the tension which is in your body and your mind, can start to dissolve. It's only there because 
of the mind getting into all kinds of negative scenarios about the future, which we are fed every day from the media. Yes. And that does not help us at all. So I, I always strongly advise, if you want to know what's going on with the world, I think it's better to read, like whatever magazine you like to read on the internet, Huffington Post or New York Times or something like that. Reading is better than watching TV or listening to the radio. And I, and I know this because of being a hypnotherapist, so I work a lot with the subconscious, is that sound with somebody's voice, which has negativity in it, um, which you get on TV and radio, and also you get negative images on TV, um, you don't need all that because that feeds the fear in your mind. It's feeding it. It's just making it worse. So if you want to know what's going on, I suggest always read. Because that way there's no sound and there's no image unless there's pictures, but they're not as impactful as the TV. Um, and also that way you can just read, because this is what I do, I just read the headline. And if it looks like something I would like to know more about, then I read the whole article. But if it's not, then I don't. So you, you're more in power um, over the media that way because you can just take a moment and decide if you want to read an article or not. Whereas radio and TV, you don't know what's coming and it just gets thrown at you. And by the time you decide you don't want to listen to it, it's, you've already listened to it. So I strongly recommend that to help stop the amount of information going into your mind. And body, really, the body soaks it up too. So those are preventative things you can do. And then, very importantly, you can shake it out of your, shake it out of your mind because there's just a lot of clutter in your mind, a lot of negative thoughts. And one way to shake it out is through the gibberish meditation technique. It's an expressive technique where you you close your eyes and you shout everything out in gibberish and just kind of vent. <laughs> but in a in a meditation context, though, because you don't want to vent at other people and you don't want to repress that that energy that. Uh, anxiety energy. You don't want to keep it inside of yourself either. So these expressive meditation techniques give you a third option, which is the very best option, I think, is to express it out in the context of a meditation technique. So for example, you could do, say, five minutes of gibberish and rant and roller, rant and holler and rave and, you know, just really get it all out. And then you sit in silence for five minutes. Wow. And it's it's just a very powerful, amazing technique because it, it gets all the stuff out of you and it clears a space for silence to arise within you. And you can do it for 10 minutes of gibberish, 10 minutes of silence. You can do 30 minutes of gibberish, 30 minutes of silence. As long as do it for as long. Just make sure you do both equally both um, 
both parts. One is the expression, the other one is the going within. So that's, that's a very powerful expressive technique. So you can express out of your body-mind all this anxiety and fear. And you can do the same with sadness as a crying meditation or a tears meditation. Is, and again, first of all, just accept you feel sad. There's nothing wrong with feeling sad. And then just allow the sadness to be there. And you can do that, you might start crying, you might not actually start crying, it's fine either way. Just stay in touch with the sadness for as long as you can, five minutes, ten minutes, and then do an equal amount of just sitting in silence. But you want to give these, these feelings, the sadness, the anxiety, the fear, you must give them a way to express themselves. So that you can express it out of the body mind because if you don't, it's all getting repressed. So I say express, don't repress. <laughs> it's all getting re repressed inside of you and there reaches a point where the body can't handle it anymore. A bit like the shock absorbers in a car, you know, that they can absorb so much shock and then they can't they can't work anymore and the car breaks down. And it's the same with our bodies. If we don't give a way of expression to these emotions, then at some point our body will break down because it can't absorb them anymore and we get sick. As I'm imagining doing a gibberish meditation or doing the crying meditation, that expressive action, what I think of first of all is how that would take me if I kept doing it, it would take me past the place of being worried whether or not I sounded stupid or worried. There's a natural embarrassment, I think, sometimes when we're used to holding things back. And what's cool about what you're saying, do it for five minutes, 10 minutes, hey, why not 30 minutes? There, It brings us into that place of being willing to be almost a, a fool to, to let everything go and that to me is part of where some of the greatest spiritual growth and transformation and i would say intuitive connection comes is when you're willing to let yourself let all of that out do you know what i mean yeah absolutely and we must allow ourselves to be a fool because what's in the way of that's the ego oh i don't want to look foolish i don't want to look stupid you know you can do it on your own in your own living room i have cd's on my website to accompany this i have a gibberish cd Oh, that's great. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I uh, taped one of my groups where we do it in a group, but everybody wears a blindfold. You should wear a blindfold for these. And, um, yeah, so you can get, if you get the CD, you can gibberish along with everybody on the CD. Okay. So it feels like with your great group of people, but you're on your own. I mean, there's, there's no one to see you. And even in the live groups I do, everybody's got a blindfold on. And it's, it's, it's a way to get past the ego. Um, and, and behaving like a fool is very liberating. You know, in the old days, the kings and, and, and had in their courts, they always had a fool. He was a wise person mm -hmm. because he was able to say things that nobody else dared say to the king, you know. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you could try the laughter meditation. 
The laughter meditation also helps you release tension and anxiety and fear. You cannot be worried and laughing at the same time. <laughs> Not possible. And so the laughter meditation, it's the same format as the gibberish. You laugh for five minutes, 10 minutes, however long you want to laugh, and then you sit in silence. And it's a very powerful relief. And what what arises when you've released a whole bunch of stress like that, what arises is your creativity. And it's your creativity you want to solve your problems, find solutions to whatever's going on in your life. And it's also creativity that makes money. Think Steve Jobs, you know. <laughs> so there comes that abundance piece. Yes, exactly. You need your creativity to step into certainly financial abundance and also abundance in love. You are far more attractive to people if you are relaxed and calm and have a great sense of humor. And the laughter meditation will bring you that. So if you're having a sort of anxiety attack, you can go in your room and shut the door and do some gibberish and get back to calm and then come out and meet people. <laughs> when you do the laughing meditation in a, in a group, does it, um, does it start off as fake laughter and does it turn into real laughter or, may, or does it not matter? It doesn't matter. Um, for people not used to it, I encourage, you know, fake it till you make it, absolutely, because it, abs it actually doesn't matter. And, and what happens is when people are doing the fake laughter, at some point they will just burst out laughing in real laughter because there's something very funny about trying to laugh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> there's just something innately funny about that. Um, and plus, in a group, there's always at least one person who is genuinely, authentically laughing, and laughter is very, very infectious. And, you know, you're going to start laughing for no reason. You don't even know why you're laughing. Nobody knows why they're laughing. It doesn't matter. You're just laughing. And the fact there's no reason for it makes it even funnier, you know? <laughs> it's, what I like about these expressive techniques is that they are, um, they tap into what we all hold inside us and yet, for whatever reason, might hold the idea that we shouldn't release it or can't yes. release it or it's embarrassing to release it. You were talking about being with the anxiety where it is, be where the sadness where it is. Us running away from anxiety is one of the things that makes us more anxious. Running away from sadness deepens the grief, yes. right? Running away from abundance makes us, there we go. Um, and so I just, I love that this is about releasing what's already ours to release. Yes, exactly. And see, our creativity is already in there. Our laughter is already in there. It's just what's, hap what's happened to us all. And this happened to me as a child. I wasn't allowed to laugh. I was always being told to stop laughing. You know, I was one of those giggling girls <laughs> trying not to laugh. <laughs> Um, and there, there was, seemed to be so many serious places in my childhood where one, one wasn't supposed to laugh. So that was hard for me. But also, you know, I never cried. I never cried. That, that was frowned upon. And um, 
I mean, I remember my mother just transmitted a very high level of anxiety all the time and sort of fear of life itself, mm-hmm. you know, just all this fear all the time. So I picked all that up and I totally shut down and I just lived in my head. I shut down from the neck down. And then when I started doing these meditations, I started to open up and my heart opened up, my throat chakra opened up so I could actually speak again because I was a very quiet child. I was too afraid to say anything much in our household. And everything opened up for me. And because I opened up, then I was able to receive because the universe is just dying to give us everything we want. But I was too close to receive it. I felt I didn't deserve it. I didn't I didn't I had no idea that that I could actually deserve, you know, like all that I have now in terms of the joy, the happiness, the abundance, the the peace, the inner peace. It's it's all for all of us, it's our birthright. All of us that's our natural state. Our natural state is happiness, is joy, is peace, is love. That's who we are as souls. And and the good news is your soul knows knows this. Everybody's soul knows what I'm saying. And it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> Cheering me along, saying <laughs> it. And, and it, it's simply a matter of when you do these techniques, it's just very simple. Do your gibberish and then in the silence and then you reconnect to your soul. And your soul reminds reminds you, yes, this is peace and calm. You know, not all this media nonsense that, that gets put out. That's not the truth of who we are at all. I'm talking with Pergito Dove. She is the author of Laughter, Tears, Silence, Expressive Meditations to Calm Your Mind and Open Your Heart. Pergito's website is discovermeditation.com. I love that idea of coming back to um, rest in what we already know to be true. Yes, this is who I am. Yes, this is my essence. Yes, this is me at peace. As you are taking, the book is wonderful, and I highly recommend the book, Laughter, Tears, Silence. As you take this even more out into the world, and I know you've been walking this walk for a very long time, can you say a little bit about how you train practitioners and how you, how do you teach people to be open enough to let other people open? Well, thank you. Yes. So I actually have a training coming up the 22nd to the 27th of October in Tucson, Arizona. It's a six-day training in all these techniques. And the most important thing for the students coming to this training is that they do the techniques and they start to open up themselves because that's how it was for me. I had to open up first. And then as everybody, and it's very powerful in a group format because it's, it's, um, it helps you open up more quickly and easily when you're in, in a group like that. And then it, it, it's, you start to understand when you are more open, 
and you have, you know, you practice these techniques yourself and you get some experience and you get some ahas and some insights and you feel the changes and they're visceral. This is not intellectual. The, the changes are visceral and they're permanent. You can't get in touch with all that joy and then pretend it didn't happen <laughs> because it did. <laughs> and, you know, your laughter starts bubbling up more easily. Your tears come more easily. And you start to shift from being filled with um, anxiety, or sadness, or fear into, into your natural state, which is joy, love, peace, and laughter, too, is our natural state. And then it becomes 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 sort of natural to want to share with others. When I first did the trainings, it was about 25 years ago now that I did my trainings in in uh, in India. Um, I I just couldn't ever have imagined myself actually teaching other people. It seemed I was just such a mess. How could I possibly teach other people these techniques? But then I realized I did not have to be perfect. You don't have to attain to some perfect state of enlightenment to, in order to teach others, in order to share this with others. Because, you know, if you, if you take the laughter meditation, when, when we do the laughter meditation, I'm laughing as well. I, I, I'm not the teacher in those moments. We're all on the same level playing field. We're all laughing together, and then we all sit in silence together. And afterwards, when we do Q&A, then I share my experience, because I have more experience usually than everybody in the room. So it's actually very easy to share with others when you've done these techniques yourself. And especially if you're a person who already has some kind of a spiritual business, whether you're a Reiki master or an energy worker, or you've done, you've learned certain mindfulness and Buddhist techniques, that's all great because I teach a wide range of techniques um, covering many traditions of meditation, including the Buddhist and the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, the Sufi tradition, which is dancing, the dancing meditation, that's a beautiful meditation. And I teach also a lot of meditation, heart meditations, and about love. Mm. So we cover a, a wide range, and different techniques suit different people. And you will find that certain techniques resonate with you more than others. And so those are the ones you will do more, and those are the ones you will really enjoy sharing. Now, as we're just at the very end of our time, can you point tell tell people what they can find on your website? Because I'd love for people to be able to get the book, to find out about the Laughing Buddhist Network, and also to um, be able to sign up for that training if they're interested. Well, thank you, Karen. Uh, so on my website, discovermeditation.com, you will find um, information about my Laughing Buddhist Network uh, that's my newsletter, and it's free to sign up. And then you get all the latest news on what is happening. Um, roughly once a month, I do a free global telecall. So you'll see on, on the homepage, this, this is all right on the homepage, 
information about signing up for a free global telecall. And then uh, also on the home page is the information about my practitioner certification training, which is coming up very soon, October 22nd to 27th. And I, I have mentioned this to you, Karen, that um, if any of you are interested in the, in the training, let me know because I'm going to give you an extra special discount off the price that is on the website um, because of listening to Karen's uh, radio show. So don't hesitate to let me know that you are one of Karen's listeners of Out of the Fog and you will get extra special discount from me. Okay, that's wonderful. Um, thank you very much. And thank you so much for being on the, on the show, that idea of finding your essence and allowing it to help you open up to teach other people, help other people, and uh, for yourself. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Brigitte. Well, thank you, Karen. Always, always a great joy for me to be here with you on this show. Thank you so much. That's Pragito Dove. She's the author of Laughter, Tears, Silence, Expressive Meditations to Calm Your Mind and Open Your Heart. You can find out more about Pragito and her work, including that upcoming certification training at discovermeditation.com. When you reach out about the training, if you're interested, be sure to mention Out of the Fog so that you can receive that special discount. And of course, you can always find out more about what's happening in my world, private sessions and classes and events. All of that is at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>